It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we gotta go to work. We gotta do right offense. Hey everybody, it is time for another podcast. It is Wade and Ryan here. Hello. We are NFL in London. Uh, this is week 11 preview only. Jesus. Week 11. I know, right? This Christmas is, is upon us. It is. There's snow in Canada, which uh, isn't a big surprise. It's hors d'oeuvre canopy season. Ryan it's... and I were talking about that as a single man. Uh, the hors d'oeuvres and the parties, that's my favorite thing. Oh my God, just sitting down there. That's football food. That's all they should sell. Tapas. It's basically tapas. Pretty much, and but I, it's like well um, done. Some tapas. I will do it because I'm single and I live by myself, and I will get it. And it feels like I'm having a big party, big party that no one else is invited to, except for me and my uh, my horse derbies. Um, so we're, we're it's Friday. We're going to talk about some of the games. Let's talk about uh, the the game that makes Andre cry. Uh, okay. uh, the game which I predicted the exact score. Yes. Did you well bet done. on my? Uh, did I pick my well exact done. score? I predicted that Seattle would beat Green Bay twenty-seven to twenty-four, and they did. They beat them twenty-seven to twenty-four. What do you get if you bet the exact score? If you bet, well, it all depends on the odds are, but I think something like that I checked, if I would have put like two bucks there or two pounds down, I would have made like 550 or something like that. Okay, it's pretty good odds then. Yeah, it yeah. is tough to name the score. Uh, this game was, uh, it was, you know, it was a great game. Um, it was an awesome first half. Both teams just coming out flying. The second half was a little bit slow, but then you had classic Russell Wilson, you know, bringing it back from the dead. He's been unbelievable in the fourth quarter. In the NFL, yeah, yeah. They, they said on the broadcast he had 19 fourth quarter touchdowns last yeah. year, which was ridiculous. Again, the big day. This is all Mike McCarthy's fault. Okay, in a way, Aaron Rodgers has a little bit to blame. Um, how they do not. This is what this is the problem, with Mike McCarthy. Waste his timeouts early. Yeah. Then, then you have this controversial catch, and he didn't want to challenge it because he had one timeout left. Because he was just like, "Oh, well, if I go for it, and I lose it. Then I have no timeouts left. I can't stop the clock." Ends up did hit the ground. Mm-hmm. Probably would have turned back a big play. And then on fourth down, in two, with four minutes left, he punts. Yeah. When you haven't stopped Seattle, Seattle walking up and down the field on you for the last half. Just like, ah, everything. You know what? This could be a blessing in disguise for Green Bay. The only thing that would be terrible is if they come back and make the playoffs, it might save his job. So if you're a Packers fan, I don't even think you want that. I think you just want to say... Screw it. Let's go out of the playoffs and let's just start winning some Super Bowls. Bring in Ben McAdoo and bench Aaron Rodgers. That's what they need to do. Um, It just, you know, there's a lot of times he was trying to use that pocket too much last night, I found. And um, sometimes it worked. You know, he found some great balls. Devontae Adams, he hit him for a few good balls. But also some really poor vision and poor pass protection. They got to him. Uh, there's a lot of sacks. Yeah, a lot of, th- especially critical third yeah. down sacks. And that's what was just so frustrating. Like, Rodgers got nine, three points in the second half. It just it just looked like he couldn't get anything going. He was holding on to it so long, yeah. trying to look for the big play. And and it just, and they weren't using Aaron Jones was playing great. They he played really good. More. He, he got me a they lot just, of points in one of my leagues. I think it's just this desperation that like Green Bay is feeling. That they just feel like Rodgers feels like he has to do it all himself. Uh, because there's all this talk and people like saying that he's getting wasted, and it's just it is. I think I think we've seen the end of McCarthy. I think people are done with him. Yeah, I could see it. Uh, maybe he goes to Cleveland next year. But um, uh, you but know, good on Russell Wilson. Just shows how awesome back. of a quarterback Russell Wilson. You know, we talk- so underrated in all the talks of best quarterbacks in the league. He well, should definitely we, be in the conversation. As we talked about in the last podcast, I said that this was going to happen. It's going to be home field advantage. That yeah. Seattle would come from behind. They would win it in the last and hold on. And that's exactly mm-hmm. what they did. The exact score. Uh, one of the guys your on crystal ball. One, uh, some guy on Twitter called us witches. Uh, witches, like, you're witches. Excellent. Um, so yeah, we're we are witches. Um, and uh, you sure you didn't say bitches. No, it was a witch. It was a witch. <laughs> I think uh, Instagram would pick that up. 
So uh, obviously true. we are having uh, it's going to be a, a great uh, weekend ahead of us. We're going to be at Greenwood DraftKings. Oh man, they're going to be uh, sponsored. DraftKings will be there. Excellent. Uh, they will be giving out swag. There'll be uh, alcohol. Sign up. Play in our contest. We'll be at Greenwood London upstairs. Come to the NFL Lounge uh, where it's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, we'll be having lots of fun with that. So make sure you join. Join going to NFL in London on DraftKings. Uh, find us. Find our group. I know sometimes it's hard to find those things. It doesn't have a very good search engine. I'll be honest about that. Um, but, um, yeah, join in, and then we're going to look at some of the contests this week that are going on. Uh, obviously, my bears have been moved uh, to a night game. Flexed. Flexed, because we're so good. Uh, so, so let's start yeah. with some of the good ones. Let's start uh, Carolina at Detroit. Carolina is 6-3. and three. Detroit is 3-6. and six. Yeah. Carolina favored by 4. Um, total over under 49.5. Um... You wonder after what happened with Cam Newton and, and you know when they played Pittsburgh last week, yes. uh, what kind of pressure they can uh, you know Detroit's was, D. This is an angry game, one of those angry it games. It could be. You know? that's what they because that's what always happens when you get your ass handed to you, you get a yeah. fifty burger put on you. You know they usually you come back. Luckily they have to play Detroit now, so I feel like this is a part where I think Carolina's just going to go to town. Detroit just can't stop anybody. Chicago uh, just lambasted them. Yeah, their offensive line is just horrific. Uh, they've got now that they have they have done a Golden Tate. They really have Marvin Jones. Yeah. You know, I, it just it just doesn't have anything. I think it's a perfect uh, game after getting blown out to come back. And I think Carolina is really going to show. Like Christian McCaffrey has been awesome this He's going to be killer. Yeah. He's been one of the most exciting guys to watch in the league. He's been really fun. Uh, love seeing him. I want to see more of like Devin Funches. I still want to see the, the thing about the Panthers is they don't like. Cam Newton's not thrown for 300 ever yeah. in this pass-heavy league that we're not seeing him. He's not getting 100-yard receivers. Like, it just never feels like there's anyone on the team that's really carrying him other than Christian McCaffrey. Greg Olson as well. It's like quick outs to Greg Olson, Christian McCaffrey, dump off Christian McCaffrey. But run. I just need to see. I want to see a more explosive passing game from Cam Newton. I think I think he's been way more accurate this year, which is great because that's all his whole career he's been like under 60%. He's like 65 or something this year, so he's doing really well with that. But I just need to see the yards. I want to see a bit more of explosive offense because right now, Carolina's kind of boring to watch on offense. They yeah. don't really... Other than Christian McCaffrey, like Cam Newton's not doesn't feel like we're watching the young, exciting Superman Cam Newton. Well, he's really utilizing third downs, which a lot of teams are not utilizing third downs. Uh, they've been really good at maximizing and, and moving the chains a lot. And the the scary thing though, when you look at it, that Big Ben put up fifty two points up the middle on them, and so you have to look that you know Detroit obviously Stafford looks lost with a Golden Tate. He looks yeah. like he is well, missing his right arm. You know he's taken sixteen sacks in two games. Obviously, it doesn't help when you got the Bears. Um, but I just wonder, you know, you've got Galladay. Marvin Jones, just said, could be out. So it's just going to be the yeah, Kenny Galladay, Galladay show. It's going to be a Carry nightmare Carryon Johnson is going to go nowhere against that yeah, defense. Yeah, they're going to stack the box, and they're going to say, beat us with Kenny Galladay. Yeah. And, and who, I don't even know who the next one is. But it's going to be a rough day for Detroit. This is a perfect bounce-back game for Carolina. Yeah. I'm going to say it's going to be something like 30-16. to 16. 30 to 16. You didn't look at my score, but my score is 30 to 18 that I have. Oh. 30 to 18. 18's um, not a common score. It's not a common score, especially when you take a safety. Yes, that's true. That um, could probably happen. And that's what I'm looking for with this Carolina defense. Um, I mean, it's not like I got a perfect score already this week, but I did. Um, but this one, yeah, I just can't see it. You know, Detroit should be able to put up some points as long as they keep it up the middle. Uh, use Karrion Johnson, uh, but, hopefully, to drop the ball off, but it's just going to be Kenny Galladay, really. All right, so let's move into the next game. Uh, man, this game, if you would have said at the start of the season, maybe somebody cared. Uh-oh, the iPad went quiet. 
and there's a little dog scratching at my legs who uh, is going to take a beating. Mascot, the, the, the podcast mascot. Yeah, she, she is the cutest little dog. So you get Dallas, who's four and five, at Atlanta, four and five. Ooh, injuries, a, a nice injuries, injuries. Atlanta's favored by three, 48 and a half point over under. Dallas coming off a win, um, but Atlanta has two different games. They had Washington that they absolutely blew out, yeah. and Cleveland, who blew them up. Yeah, I know. I just don't know what to think now. So, like, he had a big game, Dallas, last week. Showed a little bit more excitement. Yeah. Like Amari Cooper has been helping a bit. Uh, not not turning heads, but he's making Dak Prescott have another weapon, which makes yeah. it easier for Ezekiel Elliott to run, which makes it easier for Dak Prescott. And yeah. then Dallas's D has just been fun to watch. Can, yeah, but again, are. you know, classic. Sean Lee's injured. Here yeah. we go. That train is never late. Uh, late in the season, right? We need to make a playoff push. Sean Lee. Yeah. Out. They got to get rid of this guy. You can't depend on him. They got that Vanderosh. Vanderash, and he was great, and I think they're getting him to be the replacement. But I actually am going to school. This is a real tough game. It is in Atlanta. It is in Atlanta. And Atlanta really disappointed me last week. But I'm going to say because Dallas has the better defense, I'm going to go with Dallas on the road with the upset. Okay. I don't even know if it's really that much of an upset to be honest with you. And I'm going to say uh, 24-23. 24-23. See, I have this going the other way. I just you know Atlanta is going to stop. They can stop the run. Uh, so Dallas can stop the run. So, but they can't stop the passing. I don't think their secondary is not going to be able to stop it. You've got Ridley, you have Julio. No, of course. Well, Atlanta's going to throw it. And but. and I think Dak is going to have to go deep because he's going to have to throw to Amari Cooper. I think Zeke is going to get stopped. But I have Atlanta actually winning this one comfortably. I have Atlanta winning this one 28 to 17. Oh. Uh, but I think, the, yeah, Atlanta's going to uh, really pour it on. Matty Ice is going to be playing angry. They're at home. Fans have been Sure, they are angry, so they're coming back. But I think Dallas just has a lot of pass rush. They got De- uh, Tom uh, Demarcus Lawrence, who's amazing yeah. this year, having an amazing year. So he's just going to put the pressure. It's going to be tough, and Dallas just somehow I just feel they're going to pull this off, uh, probably, yeah. which means I'm probably wrong. Well, I just think it's Dallas or Atlanta at home. Uh, you got embarrassed by the Browns the previous week. No one wants to get embarrassed by the Browns. I'm sure they've been listening to it all on national, all on their, on yeah, their local news. Yeah, but it's not as bad as, like, last year's Browns. Like, yeah, this is not really, To lose to the Browns isn't the embarrassment that you think it is anymore, which is a good thing. It's still embarrassing. All right, let's move on to the uh, NFC, or AFC North. Uh, five and four, Cincinnati versus four and five, Baltimore. When these two teams played a few weeks ago, totally different game. Uh, Flacco, they're saying it's going to be out. Lamar yeah. Jackson will be in. Is it Lamar Jackson or is it going to be RG3? I think uh, they might do a little bit of both. They're probably, they're to probably going to uh, switch them around, as they like to do in the South. Uh, but, I mean, RG3, it all depends. I mean, they both got good scrambling quarterbacks. You have Vontaze Perfect, who's out. Nick Vigil, who's out, which means Oof. that the, the Cincinnati defense is not what it used to be. No. Um, and so, and you've got like Alex Collins, who I think is a great running. He's in my one of my fantasy guys for this week. Okay. Um, yeah, that could Baltimore, be. You have a that. Baltimore team that sacked Marcus Mariota eleven times. Yeah. So, is this something? Is Andy Dalton going to be scared? And well, is this and something with Baltimore? Uh, there's no line in this now. With I Flacco. don't really know. This is yeah. This is one of those tough ones because uh, without AJ Green, they just don't look. No. They don't have the passing game. Tyler Boyd is a really solid number two, but he's just not a number one. Then with no Eifert, and you just got Joe Mixon, it's just going to be hard yeah. for them to pass. Uh, but then again, you have RG3 or Lamar Jackson. Either or leading it is not really like, like – Lamar Jackson never started a game in his mm-hmm. NFL career. So there's no saying he's just going to walk in and light it up. Uh, RG3, this I actually think you're going to see RG3 more, and I think he can play a better game. 
But oh, it's a tough one. I'm gonna go with Cincinnati okay. just because even just because I, I I'm tired of Baltimore. Okay. And then I'm saying if it's RG three, I'm gonna say Dalton should be able to beat RG three, okay. and they really need this, especially to keep holding on that wild card spot. Okay. What do you think the score is? Oh, be? so I'm gonna go. It's gonna be a low scoring game though, but I'm gonna say uh, 2017. 2017. See, I have this the other way. I just think Baltimore. They're gonna use Alex Collins a lot. Um, I think they'll be able to throw the ball quite a bit. I think he's going to have fun. Jackson's going to have fun. You're going to see a lot of running. They're going to be running the outside, which is going to be a real problem for Cincinnati. I have a bit of a blowout in this one. I have 20, well, 24 to 21 uh, for Baltimore. It will be close, but Cincinnati will be thwarted, and that's going to be that for them. So here's a game that is playing on Sky this week. Uh, the rootin' tootin' shootin' Tennessee Titans uh, coming off of holding the Patriots to just 10 points. Yes, the beat down. They that shook was a the great, shit ready to Tom Brady. To and Indianapolis, who is 4 and 5, but favored in this game by 1.5 points. Um, I love this Indianapolis. Indianapolis I'm loving over- Indianapolis this year. You know why I love Indianapolis? And it's, it's purely because of Frank Reich. Yeah, love Frank Reich. He's he was a great uh, offensive coach. He's really done a really great job. Um, I think he had a really tough time at the beginning because Andrew Luck was hadn't played in a year and a bit. Like there was some rust. But again, so he's been looking so much better. Marlon Mack's been looking better. They just look like a more fun team, and they look like that team that's kind of like like in a way like the Chargers last yeah. year. Chargers started out zero and four with all those devastating losses, then just re- but then just missed out. So I could see them being that team. But that just misses out in the playoffs. But I think right now they win. They go to what five and five. Uh, if they win, they go to five. Right? If they'll go to five and five. Five and five. Five yeah. and five, and then Cincinnati loses. They're five and five, and, and Baltimore's five and five. They're right in yeah. that mix for that sixth playoff seed. Yeah, I believe. Yeah, they could. Yes, be. yes, yeah, they, they would be, be for they, that sixth playoff seed. They keep winning. So I think this is a massive game for Indianapolis. Um, I'm just loving the way they're playing. I think um, when you beat the Patriots. Usually the next game you probably lay a stinker. And I still don't know what to think about this Tennessee yeah. team. I don't know what happened with the Patriots last week. But I like that Indianapolis is looking, coming off a bye. And Andrew Luck's looking great. Use Marlon Mack. I'm going with Indianapolis to win this game. And I'm going to say it's going to be 28-24. to 28-24. I am with you on the victory of the same team. Um, you know, Tennessee is going <clears> to <throat> be high from their from the win last week. But what they did is, I think they threw everything at it. They threw everything at the Patriots. They wanted to beat them. Um, yeah, and what, they, for the what they did was take advantage of, which we're starting to see is a really poor offensive line of New England. Uh, well, it's not the yeah. same line it has. And, and the line that used to be really shitty was Indianapolis's offensive line. And now, and now it's a good line. Well, they, 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 they needed a Nelson. They, he took him sixth overall. He's been a beast. Uh, he was like a guard who won, like, offensive rookie of the year uh, or rookie of the month, which yeah. is like you don't see that with a guard no. getting that honor. So he's been awesome. Uh, there was that amazing video of him screaming, pancaking guys. Yeah. So that's been helping them. They've helped him with Marlon Mack, which is making Andrew Luck's life easier. Colts are a fun team to watch. I'm yeah. glad they're back. I'm glad they're back. I'm glad I am not. too. It makes it, it, it makes it good because this is the reason we talk about wild cards. We talk about these wild card teams that come in at the they end of the season. They could be that fun team yeah. that comes in at the end. And now that, you know, we've always said that Andrew Luck, he had great potential. He's got a great vision. He's but awesome. he never had protection, and now he does. And now they've got a running game. Exactly. They could use a few more wide receivers. Yes, they definitely need a bit uh, of help. Which I'm surprised, you know, they could have traded for. Uh, Des Bryant would have been fun to watch on that team, but now he's dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like I, a horse I have taken this, out back and I have it as a close one, though, only because Tennessee's defense is good. Uh, but I have this as 31-28 to 28 for Indianapolis to beat Tennessee. 
Um, this game, we've been asked by people, where can they watch this game? People have contacted us, NFL in London. Which uh, game? The Houston versus Washington game. Um, what? Look, That's guys, if you want to come to Greenwood, you know, there are some Bring stuff. Bring your iPads. Bring your iPads. Bring we have lots got- of iPads going around. We put them on tables. There's lots of tables. People just gather around the different games. It's fun. You can bring a Bluetooth speaker if you want to. So you got audio. Um, but just join in, and that's what we'll do. So there's some people asking. We've got a couple iPads that we bring. Other people bring them as well. Tablets, we say as well, just Tablets. in case we don't get sued by Apple. Um, yeah, just hold on a second. What oh, we got a snoring dog in. What do you want to say to everybody? What? What do you want to say, dog? Oh, God. That's yes. a, it's, it's a two-pound teacup. You have, like, a shih tzu with sleep apnea. Yeah. Do you want to say something reason. to everyone at the, at the thing pod? No. All right, now go punt, yeah. go punter yeah, outside go, now. Go eat something. <laughs> um, Houston, Washington. Houston, Washington. Two teams, six and three, but it's Two Washington. teams I don't believe in. It feels like the I don't believe in bowl. Um, I believe in Houston more. I, I really don't believe in Washington. I just think, I don't know what it is. It's not even an Alex Smith thing, because I really like Alex Smith. I just think having a 33-year-old running back in Adrian Peterson doesn't scare me, especially go, coming down the wire. Um, I don't feel like he's got the receivers. you got to get that dog out of here. Uh, you got to get the receivers. I don't really believe it. Their defense is good, but it's not great, and the NFC East is a nightmare. So but I'm going to go with Houston. I think okay. I don't like Lamar Miller in this game. I think no. he's going to have a tough game on the road. But I do love uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I think he's awesome to watch. And that and that defense, and J.J. Watt's playing better. He's going to make tough life hard. But it's going to be a close game. Close game. Uh, I'm going to say 24-21 for Houston. See, I the thing that really gets me about Washington last week is you give up a 200-yard differential against Tampa Bay and still win. And that, that yeah. was a crazy thing. That's what I mean. You know, like, Tampa, Tampa was horrible in the red zone. But you got these Bama boys that they've got. Um... Against Houston, I think Deshaun Watson is going to be really in a lot of trouble. I, I see them getting to him as much. Jadavion Clowney, I think, is, is not going to have a good matchup. But both quarterbacks can be under pressure. Um, I can't see Adrian Peterson doing any running. I do yeah. see Jordan Reed and Thompson, if he's back, having big games. But Jordan Reed hasn't had that connection with, like, he had a really good connection with Kirk Cousins back in the day. But yeah. he just hasn't seen. I don't even think he has. I don't know if he even has a touchdown this year. He might he only does. have one. I think he's got one. But he's got, but, like, he's, and he, this is the year he's actually finally healthy. And he's yeah. supposed to be that, like, in the Travis Kelce argument. And he's, he's been a real disappointment for me, Jordan Reed. I've been, I think, like, considering they're six and three and they have that little of chemistry, I'm actually quite surprised. I am as well, but I, I really, I think this is going to be a, a game where he's going to do quite well. I don't think it's a big scoring game, but I have Washington winning this one. Yeah. I have Washington winning this one 21 to 18. I could see that too, because again, I don't believe Washington's going to bounce back. So. And, you know, obviously they won last week and sort of by fluke, but we'll see if they can keep that fluke going by Washington winning that one. Then we move into another game. We've got Tampa Bay at New York Giants. A stink yes. crapper of a game. Three and six Tampa Bay, uh, two and seven New York Giants. New York favored by one and a half, over under 49, 52 points, sorry. Um, how do you put up 490 yards and lose? That's that's a question Tampa has to ask. Oh. Their red zone Would woes. Did they get three points or something? Three I mean, points. Did they get three points? Oh, Four God. takeaways in the red zone. They moved the ball well down the field, and they just screwed it up every time. Yeah, I know. How are you not, like, Mike Evans, like, how are you not getting it to Mike Evans in the red zone? He's just been really silent in the touchdown yeah. category this year, which has been real surprising. Uh, even last year, he wasn't as good. Like, Odell's having this, like, a really quiet good year. He's yeah. just playing like Odell. Uh, doing his business, you know, they like that's the thing. Like the Giants have these players that just seem to 
be doing well, maybe. And I think this is actually, I think the Giants are going to win this. I'm going to yeah. pick them to win because I think they're going to reel off two wins in a row because I think they, even though they have were terrible at one and seven, I think they still do have a good weapons. Like they got Odell, yeah. they got Barkley. If Manning could do anything, he's competent. He's at least won two Super Bowls. But their offensive line has been terrible. It's been really killing them. Uh, but I just have no faith in Tampa Bay. And I think you might see Fitzpatrick get pulled this game. This is going to be like a classic Fitz. Yeah. Once you do something like that, he's on a real short lease. And I think it's because they have to know about Jameis Winston. Like, yeah. I don't think they're in that attitude where it's like, we're going to give up on this guy yet. Oh, no, I don't so, think so. But I think because he's coming up into it, I think it's like 50-year contract or something. They need a real answer. So I think you're going to see Fitz struggle. And if he does struggle, he's going to get pulled. And I think we're going to see Jameis Winston for the rest of the year. And the Fitz experiment can finally put to rest. Till next year, Fitz. I don't, see, I don't, I don't fully year. blame Fitz for, for what it's happened. It's not his fault. Uh, there was a lot, a lot of drop balls. There was just a lot of bad calls. Um, the fact that they don't really have utilized a good tight end. Listen, Fitz just chooses to play on terrible teams every year. Yeah. And those are the only teams that are going to give him a job. So it's like, unfortunately, this is just... This is Part of the course. Yeah, exactly. The Tampa, Tampa Bay's uh, has some good pass rushing, but their secondary is woeful. The fact that anyone, everyone is putting up points on them big. You know, when you look at all the big teams they face, you know, Big Ben torching them. So I think when you've got Odell, Sterling Shepard, um, and Evan Ingram, not to mention Barkley... This could be the game that New, Orleans, uh, New, New York really puts up some points. I have them winning this one 27-24. Yes, oh, we both very close. What very was yours? I think, uh, they, did I say you, it? You didn't say 24-21. I, I think it's going to be a three-point win three point as well for the Giants. Okay, so then we move into our last game of uh, the 6 o'clock in the UK or 1 p.m. in North America, Pittsburgh at Jacksonville. Last year when these two battled each other, it was a debacle for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's yes. at six two and one, but Jacksonville's three and six. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh's looking hot. <laughs> they are, and and Jacksonville does not look like the team they ever were. Ooh. It's a really tough one for me because I think I think Jacksonville coming off this bye, they, they, the way people are really not even talking about their defense anymore. Yeah, the Jacksonville defense become an afterthought in this season. Jalen Ramsey's going to be pissed. I think this is like a like a real like check yourself in the mirror game for for the Jacksonville defense, and I think they're really going to come out and make it hard for Big Ben. Big yeah. Ben. Does struggle on the road. Um, they've been on fire, but I think Pittsburgh is actually going to lose this game. I think Connor is a little bit he, injured. He's coming up, might have a concussion. Might have a concussion. Else have? Concussions have. usually he'll probably be back yeah. and he'll probably be fine. And Big Ben's been on fire, but I think coming off a of bye, Jacksonville knows if they lose this, it's over. That's it. No playoffs yeah. for you. So I think they need to get back in this race because, again, in their division, it's not really over. Like, he, they will play Houston again. Teams are going to knock each other down. So I'm going to go Jacksonville with Leonard Fournette back. It definitely makes them a better team. He's going to punish them. I see him having a good game. And I'm going to go with Blake Bertles for the win. Um, and I'm going to go 28-27. Wow. Uh, the only place Blake Bortles does well is on the good place. On good yes, place. he does. Um, yeah, it just this defense of Pittsburgh is really starting to come around, and T.J. Watt is really starting to fire. The, the thing is, you've got Leonard Fournette, who is doing better, but then they lost their center last week, Brandon Linden, who was like the guy who did all the blocking. Yeah, and, that's true. and when you lose your big center like that, it doesn't matter what you can do when you got that defense coming at you. Now, as a Bills fan who lost their center to early retirement, it's a devastating loss. Even the, the Jets have figured it yeah. out. Like, lots of teams. Center, a big center. center. When you have a center like that, an, all, an all-star center, um, it makes a huge difference. And when you have this fast defense coming around, Blake Bortles is going to get stuffed. Also, when you've got, what is it, Jalen Ramsey's going to be covering Antonio Brown. 
And then what else? The secondary for Jacksonville is not what it used to be. When they picked up. That's what I mean. That's why. Because they, they need this game to really re- reassert themselves like as the a, Jacksonville defense. They don't have the same players, though. The whole thing is it's like they, they're depleted. In well, that. They did lose uh, Dante Fowler, which is yeah. going to maybe even make them even even worse. But I think Pittsburgh been on a nice run. But every now and then, I think uh, Jacksonville has their number, especially at home. I think they had that one game. I think they had like six interceptions. Five interceptions. Yeah, five interceptions. So Jacksonville does play them well. And I think I think this is just one that they, if they don't win this, they know it's over. Yeah. So I'm saying the desperation is going to do it because Pittsburgh can't afford to lose. Look, I, I know a thing, too, about desperation. I've been single for ages. So... Um, <laughs> I, but I, Pittsburgh, I think it's too much. The six-point spread is too much for me, but I still have Pittsburgh winning by four. Uh, I have Pittsburgh winning this one 32-28, uh, a tight game. Um, but Big Ben will be harassed, harangued, and throttled. But, you know, their defense is going to put as much pressure, if not more, on Blake Bortles. And then you're going to have to see whatever trash bag they pull out again from their from their depths. <laughs> that takes us to our later games. Uh, so we get into the first one. Um Denver uh, versus the Chargers. Denver's three and six. Chargers three and two. Chargers favored by seven, which never makes me feel comfortable. Yeah, especially when you're never at home. Yeah, and what, and what <laughs> happens to to well, yeah, in Denver's defense, um, you know, they, what's happened to them? Well, they don't. Their their secondary is not the same. Losing Tlaib no. hurt. Uh, you know, Chubb's been really good. He's having a great year for for a rookie. Uh, Von Miller's hasn't been the same Von Miller, but I think it, it more comes down to now without Demarius Thomas. You know, they still have Case Keenum as your quarterback. Yeah. Like he's not the answer. Like so, they're exactly where I thought Denver would be right now. And you have Philip Rivers playing the best football he's played in his life. Melvin Gordon's playing great. Joey Bosa is he going to play? I think he might. He's he will. But will he be re- will he be ready he's for it though? Practicing. You know, it's one thing. It's one thing to be back and ready. It's another thing to have missed. And but he was one of those guys who missed like the first ten games of his rookie year and then just torched it for the next six. Well, let's hope he can so, do that again. I'm going to say I think if he comes back, he's going to make it a little hell for um, for Case Keenum, but I really like the Chargers in this game. I think they're just gonna keep on running, keep on rolling. I think this is if this is in Denver, I would maybe like go for the little Denver upset. But I think because it's in the, in LA, yeah, technically, technically, um, and I just think right now Philip Rivers has just been awesome. I love watching him play. I'm hoping he goes to the Super Bowl because he deserves it more than any quarterback in the NFL. He does. So I'm gonna go with the Chargers uh, to win 31 to 20. 31-20, quite the blowout Ryan chooses. I still think that I never trust the Chargers on a big spread. I just yeah. never have. He poured me a brew dog beer out of the fridge when you have a never second two run. Brewdog, but uh, but I, I see LA winning this, but only by four points. I don't have it as a full, uh, depending on if Joey comes back, uh, LA doesn't really have that hometown feel about it. Um, you know, losing linebacker Denzel Perryman uh, is going to be big because it just opens up a lot of holes to the Denver running game. Um, so I have 28-24 for the Chargers. Um, we will well, looking be, good. Chargers looking good. They're Chargers looking to, good. Uh, They're moving along. Uh, we will be watching this game. Uh, so we'll watch the 9, 6 p.m. game at Greenwood. And then we move up to Crouch End, everyone, if you'd like to join us in Crouch End. Yeah. The Princess Alexander open the to, after party. to 1 a.m. After party. Too many dicks on the dance floor. <laughs> it's um, it's going to be fun. Great wings. We'll be watching the game there. Come on up, uh, join us. There's a lot of celebs, people you might recognize in the crowd, not just Ryan and I. <laughs> uh, here is the, um, well, these two teams combined still have the same or better record than the Bills. Uh, Oakland and Arizona. No, no, wait, but the uh, Bills got three, three wins. Three, so tied, tied for the Sorry, Bills. Tied, one and eight Oakland, uh, two and seven uh, Arizona. 
I mean, you'd fire Gruden if he hadn't been firing everyone. Well, no, he has a 10-year contract. Yeah, he's just getting rid of everyone. Now, you got to look at Arizona last week. They kept it close on Kansas City. They did. They played it They kept it within single digits at one point. Um, You know, their offensive line was able to hold. Uh, David Johnson had some, some good moves. Um, and Oakland has not really just been able to it. It's a team that just looks like they've given up. Like, they got no running game. You lost Marshawn Lynch. You got rid of Amari Cooper. You got rid of Khalil Mack. You've done nothing. You Martavis Bryant's now out. Who yeah. are your receivers? Who are your running back? Derek Carr, his career is just being thrown in the gutter because mm. he was having a great start to his career. He is a good quarterback. It's a shame what's happening to him. I don't know if we're going to see him next year in Oakland, uh, but I, can't I just imagine. can't pick Oakland until yeah. I see any sort of effort done by this team. I think if there's any time they can finally win a game, it's this week uh, because Arizona are not an impressive team, but they do have Chandler Jones, who's just awesome. Yeah. Just a sack machine. Great to watch it. Good to see David Johnson. So I'm going to go with Arizona, but I don't, don't like I can see Oakland pulling the offset. But I'm going to say um, low-scoring game, 16-9. Uh, to 16-9. That's a, that's a field goal-sounding game. terrible game. game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I'm really impressed with is the offensive line of Arizona. Uh, it's, giving, it's giving Rosen a lot of time. And, you know, he's got great pocket awareness. I see this continuing. I can't see Oakland defense coming at him that quickly. Khalil Mack. Oh, that's right. He's a bear. Um, so, yeah. Rosen, I see having a good game. I've got Arizona winning this one 24-17, covering the seven-point spread. This five, game. Five and a half, isn't it? Five, five and a half. Five but and it, half. They'll at least cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll yeah. Cover. So, this game, uh, man, if you would have said a year ago, hey, Philadelphia versus New Orleans, this will be good. You know what? It still could be good, but. It still could be good, but Philadelphia's secondary is absolute garbage yeah, now. Yeah, losing Ronald Darby really hurt. Four to five Philadelphia at the eight and one New Orleans Saints. Eight and one is steam. They're steamrolling They're across just everyone. They're teams. I eight love point it. Eight favorites. Michael Thomas is unstoppable, and I can't see that changing in this game. Um, no, this offense is unstoppable. Drew Brees is at MVP right now. I think like, regardless of what Patrick Mahomes is doing, I think Drew Brees right now looks even better. Because Drew Brees is like, he's throwing games he's like 24, 27. He's like 80% yeah. passing. 150 passing rating. It's crazy, yeah. He's never won, he's never won the MVP. And in the, in the year that he's breaking all these records, it's only fitting that he should get the MVP. So I'm very oh, excited. I love Drew Brees. Yeah. I'm all on board for New Orleans for the Super Bowl. They're my absolute favorite team to watch right now and I don't see this changing anytime soon in this game I think Philly is this this is it though Philly huh. Philly loses but again this Philly loses this what are they going to go to 4 and 6 yeah that's that, again luckily they're in the NFC East wow. but if Washington end up uh, end up winning they're 7 and 3 they're 7 and 3 and that's it that puts, three that games back you're not yeah. going to be able to do that too, I doubt too, so, too far for especially that. if Dallas wins so yeah. I think Philly is going to keep this close I think they're desperate they, they're the Super Bowl champs, and they know they're going to have to keep this close. So I think it's not going to be just an all-out whooping by the uh, by the Saints. I think they're going to have a little tough time. But I still think it's going to be uh, 31-28 to 28 for New Orleans. Oh, wow. So you think the Philadelphia will cover the spread? Yes, I do. Uh, I've got it as a push. Um, look... Philadelphia's going to score. It's no no doubt about that. They're, they're they a team just that can didn't score. adjust their running game. And it's they just, just they don't really have a running them. game, but they have Zach Ertz, and they're going to use yeah, him all over the field, and I can't see New Orleans really being able to stop him. They're going to have to start using Golden Tate. Uh, they're going to have to start figuring out how to hit because New Orleans is can be hit by the deep yeah, ball. But New Orleans is, and again, they do need to go deep because New Orleans is number one defense against the run. Yeah, so, so you're going to have to hit them with a deep ball, uh, and, and you know they've got no running game anyway, so they're going to have to prepare for that. They need to put pressure on Breeze. That's the only way to slow him down. Um, but you look at like you know this team that 
you say Philadelphia is it used to be a good to stop the run. They let Zeke run for 151 yards on them. Yeah. So this is a team that can easily be run across. I think that you got the two guys. You got Ingram and Kamara. They'll probably stop Kamara from the short outs and the, and the slots. Can you really stop Kamara, though? But you the, can only hope to straight contain up, him. Straight up the middle, you're going to have Ingram. They'll have some big busts. Um, you can see people get jumped over and vaulted. But I have New Orleans pushing this 42 to 34. Now we move on to Monday night. Uh, we watching this at my house. Uh, yeah, only only because it's 1.30 in the morning. And I'll be decked up. And only, yeah, and it's Sunday in London, unless yeah. you're watching it at a brothel. There's oh. really nowhere that's open to. As I said, we're watching it at my house. <laughs> Bring yeah, a girl, yeah, leave yeah, a girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, you got the five, three, and one Minnesota Vikings visiting six and three Chicago. A lot of people talking this up that you know that Minnesota's the the, the better team. That um, you know, I, Trubisky is inconsistent. Well, they're pretty close. They're good. What six and three and five three and one. Yeah. So it's. Uh, but uh, you know, people. A lot of people. I don't think value the Bears as much in this. No. Um. And you know, because Minnesota now has Everson Griffin back, their defense is starting to to go. I still don't believe in their offense. I still don't believe that they'll be able to do stuff. But you know, what which Trubisky you're going to see? That's the real question because that's the thing with Trubisky is people are like, okay, you know, Trubisky's been good. He's been able to beat the teams he needs to beat, like the Buffaloes and the Detroits and just go and take care of business when he needs to. But like in the first week, he didn't beat the Rodgers. He needs to beat like a Kirk Cousins. Yeah. This is this is a real statement game for Mitchell Trubisky. So I'm, I, that's what I'm looking for. Um, I think it's going to be tough because Minnesota's looking good right now. Kirk Cousins is the better quarterback. Um, they do have that double-headed monster, Thielen and Diggs. Dalvin Cook's back. He looks more explosive coming back. And that defense is starting to little, little, make a little noise. So I think yeah. Minnesota's a really tough matchup for the Bears. And I think the Bears have had a couple easy games with the Bills and the Jets. And I think they're just going to be like, okay, we've won a couple in a row, but now they're just going to get hit in the mouth. Is what I say. Right? Okay. Yeah, hit in the mouth. Hit in the mouth. And I say uh, Minnesota's going to win this uh, because I think Kirk Cousins is the better quarterback yeah. right now. And it's just going to make this division so much fun to okay. watch down the end. But I'm going to go with uh, to 24 to 23. 24 23. It's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be a close, it's close one. Late last second field goal for the win. I think that this is where we're really going to see the difference in the value of teams and the value of what people rank them as. And I think Minnesota's in for a real shitstorm of hurt. I don't see Cousins <laughs> making it through the end of this game. Talking with your heart. I am, but I, I don't. Their, their <laughs> offensive line is horrible, especially off the corners. And they yeah, have but not. Cousins is smart. No, they haven't faced a team like the Bears in the defense. They haven't faced the way that we've been invigorated. And we are going to come after them. The, the Bears are going to come after them because this is a divisional rivalry. No, of course. Putting, putting this over, ending them right now puts us in the lead because then we just face a yeah. on Thursday. Well, you it's get... over. It's over at that point because then we jump to 8 and 3. Yeah, we no, it's a massive by Friday. It's a massive win. That's it. We're, we we've got it. I think we've got the the, the from there. Minnesota would then drop down to five and four. They would have to win again. I have Chicago winning this one, twenty eight to twenty. Uh, I think Anthony Miller is going to have a hell of a game. I think Tariq Cohen is going to have a hell of a game. And I don't. See I'd like to see Tariq Cohen be consistent. The problem with Tariq Cohen is he has a good game and then he uh, disappears. Well, for it's two also games. that it comes down to Trubisky as well because he, what the one thing that struck me last week, which he didn't do, even though we gave up too many lazy, stupid points, which was just dumb, was that he's not throwing off his back foot anymore. He was actually he was actually balanced in his footwork, and I think that's what they're going to keep doing with him. This keep your footwork, keep solid, keep going down the field. 
Minnesota, sure, they have defense, but we've got a better defense. All right. I'm and excited. I'm in. 28 I'm to 20. Watch it. I'm very pumped for it. I, I'm not staying up for this game, uh, although... Uh, I'm going to watch it on Tuesday, then. I will watch it, too. Uh, How and, could you not? Yeah. Mexico City is not the host anymore. And uh, I think everyone... Blame Shakira. It's yeah. all Shakira's fault. She had a concert there. And it ruined the night. Well, I think there's a lot of things. No, there's a lot of things. It was like, like rain, and it was just basically yeah, a clusterfuck of mismanagement yeah. amongst many other things. Yeah, too many things. But um, they're doing a cool thing is what they're doing is at the game in L.A., they're giving a lot of the firefighters um, that have been fighting all those wildfires, like, free tickets to go yeah. watch the game instead of putting out the fire. But Yeah, yeah. so the, the fires will keep burning. Fire yeah. it, but they get they yeah. well-deserved tickets because they're, they're doing a hell of a job. And they and that's a really cool thing for the NFL to do that, yeah. especially considering they probably are responsible for this. Hey, well, it's, it could be. Who knows? But what the thing I think is messed up about it is they're actually dropping all the tickets by airplane and the firefighters have to find them. There you go. And that's horrible. <laughs> that is now. Uh, horrible when millionaires leave their home. Even more horrible for the poor people that did. So I hope everyone in California does well. It still does affect the field. Though it still does affect the the, the smoke, um, which will be understanding to see, you know, because they had it last week. Get your Rams masks. Well, it could it could be, you know, like you wonder how much of that smoke is going to. This is going to be a fun game to watch. You know, it's one of those ones. It scares you, but but actually, no, you know, usually when you see have these matchups and you're like, oh, the best offense versus the best defense, it's going to be the best game of the year. And it always ends up sucking. Yeah. But this feels like there's no way it's going to no. disappoint. The only thing that hurts is Cooper Cup being gone because I think that that really hurts the Rams. That does limit I them. I think that's going to make it. I'm really interested to see how they're able to replace him and if they can. Gurley against this team. I think Kansas City defense has been getting a bit better. Um, I think they are right now. It's really tough to say who is the better team. But I'm gonna go with the Chiefs to come okay. out with the upset. I guess okay. it's an, it is an upset. Yeah. I go with the Chiefs to go into LA. I think the loss of Cooper Cup is gonna hurt them, and I think just Andy Reid is just gonna show the young kid yeah. that uh, you still gotta pay your respects. Sure. So I'm gonna go with the Chiefs and just an absolute shootout. Uh, 38-35. 38-35. All right, I have got the Chiefs to win this one as well. Um, you know. Man, it is going to be a crazy shoot. It's going to be an amazing but as game. You're, as you're saying, I think losing Cooper Cup is that one... Because then you're just limiting the amount of people that you can throw to. Well, it's just now you got Brandon Cook's got to have a bigger game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it just affects how they're girly. I mean, having that three receivers that are yeah. dangerous like they did opened it up for Gurley to just kill teams. And now they don't have to worry about that as much. And Kansas City is going to be able to utilize Hunt. Uh, a hunt versus Gurley is always going to be great. Yeah. Kelchi is going to be a thing, a, a real big one in this. And Tyree Kill, who was shut down last week, it's going to be very difficult to shut him down. Yeah, this will be a high-scoring game. I have it 34-30 in terms of uh, KC winning. Going to be a very exciting game. Can't wait to watch it. Yes. Be so exciting. Mm-hmm. Now, we're also, we got some DraftKings. Uh, I don't know if you've looked at some of the guys you're picking up oh, this week. I've looked at some of my lineups. Uh, and I'll go through... Um, you know, because there's some good value in some of them. I'll uh, tell you who I like. I haven't done my lineups, but I can tell you who I like. Uh, tell us who you like, Ryan. I mean, there's a few people I'm sort of looking at. Obviously, I'm going to spend or try to figure out all my budget trying to get uh, Michael Thomas into my lineup. Because anytime you do, he's going to have a good one. Um, yes, yeah, so always try to get Michael Thomas. Like, again, always try to get Todd Gurley. But uh, we're talking more Sunday games, I think. I think also Austin Hooper uh, will have a good one tied in for Atlanta. I think uh, Dak Prescott could be a good pick. I think at 5,200. Yeah. I really like Dak, especially going up against Atlanta, who hasn't been able yeah. to stop anything. He's, he'll get you a touchdown. Maybe even see a rushing touchdown for Dak, which could be huge. So I like him a lot. Um, I've also got – so Alex Collins at 4,400 <clears throat> for me is really good value against Cincinnati. He'll be running a lot. 
Dion Lewis against Indianapolis. He's 4,800. Uh, Corey Davis again for Tennessee is 5,600. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, I have him at 5,000. Um, <clears throat> he'll have a good game against. Michael Thomas, again, uh, he's going to have a good one. Austin Hooper, I've uh, chosen him at 4,500. Uh, he's going to be good. Baltimore Ravens as well. Um, they'll be as uh, good good to look at. Yes, I like uh, Alshon Jeffrey is especially sure. coming in. I think, uh, I think because... Uh, Wentz is going to have to keep up. He's going to have to throw it. I even like Carson Wentz yeah. on the road. I think he's going to be able to – he's just a great quarterback. He's going to be able to keep it up. So throwing to him. I like T.Y. Hilton, especially at 6,100 yeah. against Tennessee. I just love Andrew Luck. Even Andrew Luck, I think he's like 5,900. I wouldn't mind even picking up because he's at home. He plays better at home. And you know if it's Indianapolis, they're going to throw it. Yeah. So I'm not worried about you know Marlon Mack taking too many touchdowns. I also like uh, Christian Kirk. Uh, he's a wide receiver for Arizona. He's 4,700. You know, Rosen is going to spread the ball around. I look for him for getting a touchdown. Um, and then also you've got um, tight ends-wise. And Corey Davis could be a new one because he's been one of those guys. He was like I a top had, 10 I just pick. mentioned him. He was yeah. a top 10 pick. Yeah, I like him. He's a top 10 pick. And I think he's been really coming on the last couple of weeks, so I'm very excited. He's, he might actually play him in my fantasy this week. Uh, I've also got a good value is a tight end uh, Jeff Horman. Uh, from Denver, he's yes, thirty-seven hundred. He's, he's thirty-seven hundred. You know, when you're looking at value, if he had you like be able 10 to get catches yeah. last week, or guy's been playing amazing knockout football. So I, I've got him at thirty-eight, uh, thirty-seven hundred. Um, so make sure you join our draft yeah. games leagues. Come and play with us, uh, and then come on down uh, if you want to watch us uh, or come down and, and, and uh, join us at the Greenwood Sports Bar. Where we'll be watching the games, and then also if you decide you just want to catch the nine o'clock games, come up to Crouchen or Couchon, as they call it. Uh, we're gonna watch the games. Make sure you find our league at DraftKings, uh, uh, NFL in London, uh, and join us, find our website uh, at NFLinLondon.com. Find us on Facebook, NFL in London, Instagram, NFL in London, uh, Twitter, NFL in London. Look, just find NFL in London. Uh, we'll see you guys Sunday. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, hopefully you use some of our picks and predictions to make your own money. Had you made my pick last night to correct the exact correct score, uh, you would be making a lot of money and Christmas would be solved for you. So listen to me. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm going to make my Christmas money. It basically, it's just going to be um, deposits to, to DraftKings accounts. There you go. <laughs> I got you a DraftKings account. Here's 20 bucks. Thanks, Santa. Guys, yeah. thanks a lot. Enjoy, subscribe, listen, and share.